0: Our diabetic patients and math, some surprising findings from research. You're listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to A Focus on Diabetes. I'm Dr. Gary Cohn, your host, and with me today is Dr. Russell Rothman. Dr. Rothman is an assistant professor of internal medicine and pediatrics, as well as the director of the Program on Effective Health communication at the Center for Health Services Research at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Dr. Rothman comes to us today from his office in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome, Dr. Rothman. Thanks for spending some time with us today.
1: I Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: This is an interesting topic, and I think we're going to hear some surprising things about your research. Uh, Maybe before we get into that, could you tell us a little bit about your medical background and how you got interested in this topic?
1: Sure. I am trained in both internal medicine and pediatrics, as you said, and I practice primary care in the clinic here. I see uh, from kids all the way through, and I see a lot of diabetes, and I also do some research in diabetes and in health communication. And, you know, as we were seeing patients in the clinic, we just – really noticed the challenge that many patients had in understanding the instructions that were being given to them about how to care for their diabetes. So many patients were struggling with some of the tasks we were asking them to do, including, you know, checking their blood sugars appropriately, measuring up their insulin appropriately, figuring out how much insulin to take based on a sliding scale or based on their carbohydrate intake or even just calculating their carbohydrate intake. All of these tasks were, we really saw were very challenging for many of our patients and we were very interested in looking at this more closely.
0: You and your team have published recently. How about sharing with us some of the results and conclusions of, of your work?
1: Sure, well we initially did some work looking just at health literacy in general and looking at people's overall literacy and how that impacted their diabetes care. And we actually did a, a randomized study in North Carolina where we randomized about 200 patients either to usual care or to get a very intensive disease management program. And as part of that disease management program, we tried to address the problem of health literacy by using simplified forms of communication, by using a technique called the teach-back technique, where if you teach something to a patient, you ask them to teach it back to you to confirm understanding, and by using some simplified educational materials, and we did that study for one year, and at the end of the year, we found that the patients who got our intervention did much better, but the interesting finding was we found that the low-literacy patients actually did a lot better. So we found that one's literacy level significantly predicted how patients did over the course of time, and that if you address Literacy, the low literacy patients really could do a lot better in helping to take care of their diabetes and improving their A1C and other outcomes.
0: Have you been surprised at how common low literacy is and low numeracy is?
1: Yeah, I think people don't necessarily realize, but this is a very common problem. So, some large studies done from the Department of Education in the 1990s and again in 2003 show us that. Over 90 million Americans actually have poor or marginal literacy skills, including over 40 million Americans who have limited English proficiency, and the average American only reads at the eighth grade level, and their math skills are often even worse than that. So at least 110 million Americans have very poor quantitative skills, So, for example, if you showed them a bus schedule and asked them to figure out how much time it would take to get from point A to point B on the schedule, they couldn't figure out how to do that. And we're taking these people and putting them into our very complex healthcare system, and particularly our diabetes patients, we're giving them a lot of very complex instructions about what to do to care for their diabetes, and that's very challenging for many patients, and it's hard for them. Uh, to do good self-management when they're not sure what to do or they just feel a little bit anxious about what to do.
0: It sounds like this is a, an important issue for physicians and healthcare care providers in, uh, not just in diabetes but in a lot of areas of our patients navigating the system.
1: Yeah, that's right. There's actually been several large national reports that have come out recently by the Institute of Medicine and by the Agency for Healthcare uh, Research and Quality or ARC really demonstrating that health literacy is a very common problem in this country, and it can be associated with worse patient adherence and worse patient outcomes for many different illnesses and problems, including HIV, depression, diabetes, and a host of other problems.
0: Could you share with us some of the specifics, specifically with diabetics, what kinds of things a low literacy or low numeracy population might have with the instructions a physician gives them?
1: Yeah, we've been doing some work right now, specifically looking at our diabetes patients' quantitative skills and how well they're able to do some of the quantitative or numeracy-related tasks for their diabetes and found that they struggle with many of these tasks. So, for example, patients can have a hard time calculating how many carbohydrates they've eaten. If you give them a bag of chips and even a calculator and ask them to figure out for you how many grams of carbs would they eat if they ate that whole bag of chips, about half the people we surveyed were not able to figure out how to do that. Patients struggled to understand and interpret the numbers from their glucose meter. Patients struggled with any type of instructions about trying to titrate up a medicine over time, and they struggled with insulin, for example, figuring out how much insulin they were drawing up into a syringe and also with trying to adjust that insulin based on their carbohydrate intake or based on their blood sugars or both.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to a focus on diabetes on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Gary Cohn, and I'm speaking with Dr. Russell Rothman, and we're discussing our diabetic patients in math and some surprising findings from recent research. So, Russ, we've been talking about some of the problems our diabetic patients might have. Any thoughts, given your work, on what we can do to improve care for diabetic patients who fit in these populations?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the exciting thing about the problem of poor health literacy or numeracy is that it looks like it's something that we really can do something about to improve care for our patients. So I mentioned the study we published in JAMA really demonstrated or suggested that addressing literacy for low literacy patients can really make a difference. And we're doing some trials right now looking at what we can do specifically to address some of the quantitative problems. But there are some simple things that providers can do really to help improve communication for their patients. So just trying to simplify your communication and try to partition your information and really focus on one goal at a time with your patients, really try to cut down on jargon. I mean, it's really amazing how much jargon we use as providers many times we don't even realize how much jargon we're using because we've trained for so long. I mean, a patient walks into my office and I say to them, your blood pressure is stable. You know, I live in Tennessee. A stable is where you keep your horse. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes words that we take for granted can actually be a source of confusion for many of our patients. We really need to be very careful in how we choose our words. Another great thing that providers can do is use a technique called Uh, the teach-back technique where if you teach something to a patient, you ask them to teach it back to you to actually confirm they've understood what you were trying to say. And if they don't seem to understand, you really need to think about how you explained it to the patient the first time and is there a way you can better phrase and simplify things to make it easier for your patient to understand. And there was actually a nice study by Dean Schillinger and Archives of Internal Medicine a couple of years ago that suggested that using that teach-back technique in patients with diabetes could lead to improved A1c.
0: That sounds like our times in medical school with watch one, do one, teach one, sort of like that. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the levels of literacy and numeracy. They're actually kind of low. Does it sometimes make sense maybe to do pictures rather than words with people? Oh,
1: absolutely. And there's a host of materials available Online, We've been working on some materials as well that use a lot of picture-based materials, lots of white space on the page with very simplified text, color coding, displaying things in tables, for example, sometimes can make things easier to understand. So there's some good educational information out there, or there's some good material on how to develop your own information that's much simpler than a lot of the material that's currently out there.
0: Can you share with us some of the resources that are available?
1: Yeah, sure. The American Medical Association actually has a nice toolkit on health literacy. You can go to their website and download that toolkit, and it includes DVD and some other materials that really highlight the problem of health literacy and give some information on what to do about it. Pfizer has a clear health communication program that has some nice material on their website that you can download. The American College of Physicians actually has published a wonderful resource on living with diabetes uh, that you can go to their website and download, or you can order the booklet. They have it in both English and Spanish, and it provides a lot of great information for patients about their diabetes and what they can do around diet and exercise and medication. And then we have some of our own materials available at our website at Vanderbilt if you look at the Vanderbilt Diabetes Research and Training Center.
0: Russ, I know you've been interested in this general issue of health literacy in the past. Can you share with us any of the other work you've done, maybe outside of the diabetes area?
1: Sure. We've done some work just related to nutrition, looking at how patients understand food labels. We published a study in the American Journal of Preventive Medicine last year really documenting that many patients struggle to understand current food labels, particularly understanding issues around serving size and how to apply that information to how much they're consuming. We're doing some work in the pediatric population right now looking at parents of young children and how well they're able to understand a lot of the -the over-the-counter medications and prescription medications, as well as doing things like mixing formula, understanding how to put in car seats, which I can tell you is not easy to do, and other tasks.
0: Let me ask you this. What's in the future for you and your team in terms of research in this area?
1: Yeah, we're continuing to do some work looking at what are the optimal ways to educate patients who might have low literacy or numeracy skills. I think, you know, the interesting thing is that some studies have suggested that even patients with higher literacy often prefer low literacy forms of communication. So we're really doing work to look at how to optimize how we communicate with patients, whether it's oral communication or written communication, really about all sorts of different things so that we can improve patient knowledge, improve patient self-management, improve patient motivation, so that ultimately we can improve outcomes.
0: I want to thank Dr. Russell Rothman, who's been our guest. We've been discussing our diabetic patients and math and some surprising findings from recent research. I'm Dr. Gary Cohn. You've been listening to A Focus on Diabetes on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. For questions and comments, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com or visit us at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.